Let's uh, let's do it, uh, dude. Okay, I don't even remember our intros anymore. Welcome back to Recorded Therapy Sessions, and things are looking a little different this year because we've only done this once or twice, I think, in the past. But we are on Zoom because we are all physically separated, kind of. Well, technically, same city for uh, the two young gentlemen that I'm looking at now. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember how to do these intros. I guess I'm Jake, and we're doing this over Zoom because I'm currently located in upstate New York. To my left, I have Wayman Hello. in beautiful Meridian, Idaho. And then we've got David Hartsaw in the beautiful Boise, Idaho. Mm. Mm. That's the classic That's tag. That's mm. Here we go. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is a new year, 2022. Um, new podcast except not at all. It is the same old podcast. It's just we're finally deciding after kind of a year hiatus, it took us a while to get back on track here. Um, but we finally recorded, it was like a, maybe a month ago, we finally released mm. episodes that we've been sitting on for a year. Mm. Um, but sorry, we got Lindsay. those. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Lindsay. Sorry about R. that. R. <laughs> <laughs> but we... Um, we forgot, I think, a little bit, or at least I did, um, how much fun this is. And mm. the only challenge that the three of us face is that we are all busy young men with <laughs> roughly six side projects mm-hmm. independently. And so at I'm any like, given time. Yeah. At any given time. <laughs> and so we're all like, yeah, we should totally record this episode. I can't this weekend, though. But like next weekend. And then there's a string of text messages um, where we just are rescheduling constantly. Classic. But we're here today. So, hey, it's a beautiful Sunday, January 9th, 2022. And we are not going to talk about New Year's resolutions because um, everyone does. So we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> but we're, I wouldn't necessarily say this is a new format, um, but we're changing it up a little bit. I think for each episode, we're going to have one of us host, if you will. Typically, David has filled that role because David's the idea man. Um, and he's usually the one that puts in all the, the research where I know mm. Wayman and I lazily show up um, and David's done all his homework and he's got that all set, but we're going to have one host per episode at this point. And what we're going to do is kind of present the idea. The host will present the idea and then everyone's going to weigh in and we're just going to discuss and in usual RTS fashion, keep it real loose, no set agenda, explore these ideas, follow the rabbit holes and see where it takes us. So before I introduce today's topic, though, Wayman, David, anyone want to say say hi, give a little update on how you're doing, what's new? <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> hey, everybody. <laughs> it's been a while. Miss you all so much. Uh, wow. Can't wait to see you all again here shortly uh, as I get to whisper into your ears again. It's been too long. <laughs> let's see i don't have any like updates to share right now but i will in uh about one or two months so i'll keep you all posted Ooh, i like the sounds <laughs> of that yeah mm-hmm. sounds like something i want to ask about off offline if you will when we're not recording bingo 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 <laughs> keep dope wait what about you hello uh i mm, has anything changed there's 
some things that changed. Yeah. Some, some cool things. Um, but mostly just work. I've been really busy lately. Oh, also too. I got, I got it. I got a tattoo. Yeah. I yeah. This, this I is got, wild. I got a tattoo. Yeah. It's, uh, it was weird. I was thinking about it, pondering on it. I probably will get disowned by my family, um, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> um, they won't hear about this until for a little bit. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> tells them. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I got like a game symbol on my back forearm that was done by uh, Justin at Born Weird Tattoos. Ooh, shout mm. out Justin, Born Weird. Oh, yeah. yeah, he does some crispy stuff. But yeah, let's just like do one of these like eh, right there. Whoa. That's uh, sick. So yeah. Everyone like... that's uh, listening to this tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cool. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's like kind of, I guess that's the, like the major thing that's like really changed is I got a tattoo and um, yeah, it's this, this year just somehow just started off with a busy whim, but it's exciting. Dude. Well, congrats. And just a nice work on Wayman's pink tattoo. That's very interesting color choice there. So we'll see how it works <laughs> out for you. Bless. Bless. <laughs> All right. Well, now, well, my, I kind of want to stop recording and be like, David, wait a sec. What do you got going on in a month or two? But we'll save that for later. <laughs> um, let's go into today's topic that I have. Now, I have a sentence that I've been kind of thinking about and pondering. Um, and I've been thinking about this for a couple years now, but then it was just last week. I don't know what I was doing. I was probably driving somewhere. And then th this specific sentence actually popped my head. And I was like, oh, that could be really interesting. Um, so I'm going to say the statement and then maybe I can give just a couple seconds or two, because I've, I have the advantage of, I've been room like uh, ruminating on this uh, sentence, but I want to give you two time to mm. actually think this one over as well. So um, and, oh, yeah, yeah. Before you go, I feel like I know what it is before you even say it just by like the vibes of what you just described. Honestly, I know. Okay. What is it then? The sentence is, I'm thinking Arby's. <laughs> You've been thinking about it for a long time. You were thinking about it in your car. You saw that big old, <laughs> big old red hat and you said, I'm thinking Arby's. I wonder what these guys think about this. I'm going to show this. All right. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. In the spirit of having a professional chef in our midst, I want to keep this year food themed. <laughs> And fast food, though, not not like good, good. Yeah. Food. You know what the worst part is, is that I literally was thinking about having Arby's yesterday. <laughs> Why? Arby's is like the trashiest, one of the trashiest fed, fast food places, in my opinion. I, okay, uh, agree to disagree. But at the same time, too, I understand the point. It's just more of like that nostalgia factor. Like when you okay. were young type situation where you're like, man, I would like, that's the worst part. I wasn't even thinking about a roast beef sandwich. I was actually thinking about their Alaska halibut, like, <laughs> fish sandwich. Sure, sure. I didn't know that that was a thing. Alaska yeah. halibut fish sandwich from Arby's. It was, mm. like, it was a Yummy. while back. Oh, no. Okay. Wow. Don't get me wrong. Like, my, my younger years was like, damn, this is a good sandwich. But, okay, sorry. Not to digress. Anyways, yeah. So, this Jake, really great topic. I love what you've done. You know, okay. You know what's so weird? <laughs> Universe is speaking, man, because this is actually kind of related. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm what? serious. No, just 
women trust trust the process 2022 trust the 2022 <laughs> fairies that are like okay here's a statement that i was thinking about <clears throat> dramatic dramatic pause the things i hate are the things that i miss whoa <laughs> wow right guys right fellas i see it now it's oh. all coming together so the again and i'll repeat it just for the things that i hate are the things that i miss now i personally as you kind of think of that over i mean as we get to it whether it's right off or now i can provide context to my thoughts behind some of this but i thought that this is really interesting my question to you is with that statement number one maybe what does that mean to both of you and how how do you interpret it when you think about your life um i guess up to literally right now um does that statement apply in any way if it does why not if it does why not or why why sorry not why not <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Arby's with the new Baconator sandwich, which is actually from Wendy's, which is also a sponsor of ours. So swing on in for the Big Whopper. Burger King also a sponsor of ours. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh Ugh. man! Just to like, I guess start it off. I you know, work has always been a related thing for me when it comes to like the things I hate, but also I miss. So, but like, it's more of like. I hated the things that I disliked about the job, but I missed what I, that I had fun in the job. Like there was like, when I look back at like Disney, for example, right. It was definitely tough and I had to deal with a lot of angry guests, but in reality, I had a lot of fun with the people that I hung out with, the people that I worked with. And then also um, the things that I did um, there. But yeah, honestly, like, um, it was, that's kind of the thing that draws me to is to that whole situation. Okay. Mm. So let's, let's dive into that. Um, do you view these experiences? Cause I think it, any objective experience will have good and bad, right? Mm. Pros and cons to everything. No, there's nothing profound about that, but do you tend to look at maybe let's say that experience and split it up into here's what I enjoyed. Here's what I didn't like. Or do you find that these kind of come together to define that holistic experience at all? And then do you judge it based on if you had like, if you had more positive experiences than typically you holistically associate that experience as a positive one rather than the, the latter? Mm, I, I tend to just, um, I think of it holistically and I don't gauge it as this whole experience as being a bad or a good experience. I just think of it as being one experience that had good and bad. And then basically taking those parts, what I liked, and then what I didn't like about the experience. Um, that's mainly how I treat most of my experiences now. Like I used to be like, man, that was a really bad experience. But now like gaining wisdom. Um it makes it feel like I can't treat everything bad and I can't treat everything good. It's just, you have to take pieces out of it to basically better, just like better help yourself grow in the future. That's how I, that's how I am taking it now. Interesting. Okay, cool. David, I would love to hear your take on that or maybe your 
your interpretation of that too. Yeah, I'm trying to think through this and <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to gauge <laughs> what you mean. Uh, and I think maybe this is like somewhat similar to what Wayman is saying, but we'll see. I guess, so I'm viewing these two things, something I hate, something I miss. <clears throat> and I'm just trying to think like, what, what do I even put in those two categories? Like, what do I miss in life? What do I hate in life? Um, I don't hate a whole lot of things in life. <laughs> that's right. Feel free to, to interpret that. In a, that's a very admitted, the statement's very like clickbaity. Mm. Oh, yeah. The things yeah. that I hate <laughs> are what I would die for. And it's like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, that's okay. Nice. So, yeah. You got your, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked. You're, I clicked. I'll admit it. Uh, so I, I guess I'm thinking about whenever I miss something, I tend to have that nostalgia, that kind of women might be talking about. Um, and along those lines, I wonder, I, I, the only thing that's coming to mind is I was recently back in the Midwest and <laughs> during winter time. And it was funny how I found myself kind of hating how cold it was, <clears throat> yet at the same time, missing a lot of what was there because I was feeling very nostalgic. You know, I'm like, I'm revisiting my hometown, my parents' place, where I went to high school, where I kind of like somewhat grew up. Uh, and while revisiting a lot of that, I was like, <laughs> wow, I do miss a lot of these things. But then at the same time, I was like, dude, I hate how cold this is. <laughs> uh, and like really, really bad, like snowstorm came through and like canceled a, an event that I was gonna have and I was gonna have a little reunion with some university friends, but whatever. And it was just kind of like, that's the only thing I can think of is something where in the past I would have loved it um, <laughs> because of where I was at in life at that time. But now when I'm trying to just like travel across Illinois in a car and I can't because the roads are so bad, I hate it now. <laughs> so it's like a weird thing of maybe the things that I miss are things that I used to love. And now today I don't love them anymore. So it's just like looking at how I've changed over time. And I wonder, maybe that's where, you, I don't know. I'm curious, but is that similar at all to, we'll see. Jake, tell us uh, your thoughts, man. Well, I, I guess, um, yeah, well, this would just be my kind of interpretation. Cause I found a couple times um, in life for whatever reason, maybe I, I go through an experience and it, whatever that experience may be. And I, at the time, in the moment, I'm like not loving it, or I'm thinking of a way to get out of it, or, you know, whether that's progression of a geographic location versus a career move or something. In the moment, I don't like it. I want to get out, make that move and get out. But then this weird sense of, you know, I never necessarily want to return to that point, but like a year or some period of time in the future, I start to get nostalgic about it. And I start to miss that time period of my life, even though when I was in that time period of my life, I'm, I was like this, I do not like this at all. Um, I need to get out. Um, and so that got me thinking too, because then I tried to think of a couple different, like, uh, uh time frames at all. Uh, throughout the life. And I kind of find the same trend where it's, and no, I almost have to remind myself when I look back that I'm like, no, in the moment there, you did not like what was happening. 
Um, there's a reason that you moved on from it. So then why <laughs> yeah. do I keep looking back at this and being like, mm. oh man, like I have this weird desire to, mm. maybe it's just for a day or something, but like return to that time frame. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's more or less where I'm coming at with that statement. Hmm. It's funny. Yeah. So is that kind of romanticizing a piece of your past that like you suddenly have a feeling of nostalgia for? Yet <laughs> another part of your brain that's like, <laughs> actually, you actively made a lot of effort to get out of that. So <laughs> what's the deal? You know, I think so. I think romanticization plays into it a lot. Um, I guess I'm always just curious as to, cause that's not, it's not an uncommon theme across people as a whole as you romanticize the past. You know, you can even ask elderly people. I know like grandparents typically, I feel like are always the ones being like, who, especially like for our generation, our grandparents went through a lot, whether that's like World War II, uh, you know, Vietnam, um, all these different life events sort of things that objectively were maybe not great, but then and I'm not going to throw all old people under the bus, but I just very frequently, I constantly hear where they're like, oh, well, now the kids days, you know, I don't know, the world's all going to hell now, uh, boy, back in the golden <laughs> years. And it's like, well, what, what golden years were there? These were all objectively tough times <laughs> that you went through and you keep looking back like, oh, those were the good old days. World War II, we miss it. You know, it's like, what? Well, eh, it doesn't make sense to me. It almost feels like it. it was like, during the past right it, it, you would say or at least for me it's like those were simpler times right you yeah, didn't have yeah, all yeah. these like additional things like adding up like i was talking to a um i was talking to somebody about it i was just like man like it was such a simpler time when you didn't have to worry about working or worry about financials because your parents took care of that or like you didn't have to worry about car insurance or house payments or you know your house breaking down type situation or your career path um because it was just at that time it was easier because it was almost like it was like a routine in a way like you go you wake up you eat breakfast you go do your thing and then come home eat lunch you know it's like almost like a cycle type situation but now it's like you got your phone you have this you have that you know cryptocurrency it's just like it's now like there's so many different things like coming in. That's just like, yeah, like different concepts that unless you're like always trying to learn, you're never like it, it, it seems like a foreign like concept to you. So yeah. maybe, yeah. Is it like <laughs> with the, with the learning aspect, this is one thing that I'm thinking about. Uh, and then I want to get pull it back. Uh, but is the idea that <laughs> I, at least I've been thinking about my life this way in the, like, the appeal of simplicity is something where you want to get your life to a certain point where you feel like you have a grasp on everything. You feel like you, you familiarize yourself with everything. You're comfortable with everything. You know, all of the factors leading into how your life is going and you can navigate that perfectly because you figured it all out. Mm. And then new stuff keeps coming into your life and you're like, ah, I get, get that stuff out of here. I just (laughs) got a grasp on, I think how to like, at least make my life as simple as possible within these conditions and now all these new conditions are coming in and you're like ah i wish i could just go back to that time where i figured it out finally and it just took me so much time to figure it out but in that time new and new conditions like change and then you gotta adapt and then that goes to other episodes we've talked about (laughs) like shedding the skin and anyways but uh i wanted to go back real quick too 
because oh, there was an idea that was standing out to me as well, um, which is just kind of this idea that <laughs> it's easy to reflect upon the past, your past self, and be like romanticize it. I think there are a few reasons for this. Maybe one is like you have a hard time thinking about anything other than the things that are stressing you out most right now. Right. And so when you think, how many problems do I have in my life currently? You can think of a numerous amount. This is like an availability bias is what they call it, where like <laughs> cognitively, these things just like readily come to mind. And they're super accessible. They're top of mind because you've been dealing with them. But if you go to the past and you think, okay, what, uh, how many problems or what all were the problems that I was dealing with 10 years ago? You have a harder time like readily thinking of them. So you feel as though there were less. But when I think about it, <laughs> even way when what you're describing, I was thinking about myself as a kid, you know, even when all I had to do was pack my own lunch and that was like the extent of my <laughs> responsibilities in life. I was still a kid who like cried a lot and <laughs> was upset by a lot of stuff. And like, it's not like I didn't have problems. They were just so different because I was so different and life was just different. Mm. So it's not like, there. I, I guess something I've been realizing is that there's no point in life in which you just stop having problems <laughs> or there's no point in life in which life becomes so simple that you could just solve all your problems super easily. Mm. And if you go even back to when you were a kid, you still had problems. You were still like, there wasn't a single point in time when which you were like perfectly happy. <laughs> right. And there will never be that time ever in the future as well. Uh, and this is kind of like life is just about <laughs> picking and choosing your problems. Sometimes you don't always get to pick and choose them, but maybe just, I don't know, it's just solving problems one after the other and expecting that you will always have problems to solve. But that's been some, I've just been uh, actually like kind of meditating on that lately. I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts on that because I guess, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like, I wish I was dealing with the problems that I was 10 years ago because they were easier than the ones now. That's what it seems like. I don't know about that though, but <laughs> maybe hey, that's I like one passing thought. Go ahead. Okay, I have a thought. Um, Cause I've been thinking on something similar, but um, I think by nature, if you look biologically and stuff, you know, where humans are kind of bred for, for overcoming challenges. Right. And then we like, we're problem solvers. And um, I, I do really think that we just kind of go, you can lose your purpose if you don't have a problem to solve sort of thing. Now, my little theory though, and maybe this ties into nostalgia, or even when you say, you know, oh, well, I, I just wish I'd, that I had the problems 10 years ago and not the problems that I face now. Mm. I think maybe why nostalgia is really kind of a, a thing is because in the past, while you were in the moment, and this will kind of go back to what I started this off with, in the moment, you don't like it and you want out, but it's because maybe in a sense, you don't know if this problem will get solved or you don't know if it's going to work out. But then inevitably, when you when you get over that problem and then you move on and you face new problems, you can look backwards and that's a known quantity now. You know what the problem was. You know that you overcame it in whatever you know way, just hypothetically. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost comforting because there was a problem, but you solved it you know, sort of thing and you figured it yeah. out. Whereas every time you move forward, then you're going to get a new problem for intense purposes, you don't know if you're going to overcome that problem, but then you can always look back and go, well, I solved that one. And then you move to the next one. And then you look at the next one and go, well, I solved that. That's my kind of working theory on, on the, 
nostalgia factor or maybe like why you go, I wish I had the problems 10 years ago, like now. And maybe it's because you solved those problems. You figured it out. Maybe. You grasp it fully. You fully understand the problem. Yeah. And how to solve it. And you did. So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Versus now <laughs> I have no idea how to solve any of my problems. And so I don't fully grasp them. I don't fully understand them. And that uncertainty is just like super stressful. So <laughs> yeah, I, I view it similar. Sorry, oh, Wayman, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, but I kind of view it the same way as why I think it's, I don't want to say easier, I'm not discounting anything, but for elderly folks to give advice because they've they've essentially for lack of a better term they've run their course throughout life but all they have now is looking back and so they can see you know when folks are going like well trust the process you know or trust your instincts or whatever it's because they've seen these problems get solved or something works out and they can look back on on their past knowing what has occurred whereas when you're younger typically you know you usually have your your, your whole life ahead of you so there's much more unknown than known right Wayman, go for it I want to hear. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, well, I don't know. I just, um, I guess that makes sense. Cause a lot of times when I think back to nostalgia and stuff like that, like, like let's put it into like relationships, right? Relationships. Um, you, you test the waters on certain like aspects of like your significant other or what you're looking for in your significant other. And then that like for me like there comes like a nostalgia factor where it's just like well now that I know like what broke us up or like what didn't work maybe we could retry it again and then but then like this is where the the um the, the dislike like I hate about about this right where it's like well this is the reason why we broke up so either way like would it still like would it still happen if we if we run the course again or would it change i like and then again it's just like i don't know so it's like do i and then that's where the nostalgia factor is like do i want do i i still care about this person so i want to try it again but at the same time like i don't want to go through the pain or like the discomfort that i get through the relationship give me all the good none, none of the bad baby <laughs> <laughs> you, you dating someone right now uh, I am on dating apps and I'm getting hits. Um, some of them I'm like, mm. and then other times I'm just like, okay, like this is interesting. Like this, like you seem like good peeps. Um, the main thing is just like not jumping the gun immediately. Right. Like, oh, don't full God. send it. To what episode situation. is that? Yeah. Oh man. Don't quote not me on that. Episode, episode three. <laughs> no, I don't think it's episode three. Is it? Oh no. That was actually like episode nine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail this into a, a dating app because our most recent episode had been the old dating apps. I think going off that too, I'm kind of the same way, Wayman, where whatever I have a fixer tendency or personality mm. where I have a desire to go back and fix things. And so I do the same thing with past relationships too, where I'm like, oh, well, now I can see clearly what, what happened there's a small part of me that almost wants to go back and try it again to uh, like, here's a question when playing video games, were you guys ever a, oh, I can plead the level, but I can plead the level at 75%. Good. We're moving on. Or were you like, I can plead at 75. I have to redo it now because I need to get a better score. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. 
Go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead, David. Sorry. <laughs> there are definitely some games that I turned into that like obsessive, uh, what, do, what is that called? Like a completionist? completionist. Yeah, like the achiever who wants to just like literally unlock every single achievement, get 100% and absolutely everything. Definitely have been there in video games. <laughs> but I've also had some video games that there's something fun about just doing it really fast or something like that or doing it, I don't know. But I guess it depends, but still, it is fun to like be ridiculously completionist with a game that I'm like particularly fond of and I feel really good at. So I know I can. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it, you know? For sure. Yeah, I think I, I think it's just certain levels, certain levels that I enjoy, I will 100% complete. But most of the time I'm like, because maybe it was too difficult. I'm like, okay, I just got to go. I just got to look, I got to get to the next progression. Cause then if I recycle this level again, it's not, I'm going to hate myself. See, that's, I don't know. I feel like I'm half and half, maybe some games I'd go back or I'm just a conflicted soul. I always want to be perfect and I'm bummed when I'm not perfect, but I also don't feel like going back and doing it all over again. Mm -hmm. So it's this purgatory of accomplishment in video games that I live in. Um, I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's a question. Is there anything more to chat about with that particular statement or have we solved that? I, I'd love to go back to <laughs> the context, like you said, and know, okay, you're driving in your car. This thought strikes you five minutes before that. What were you thinking through that led to this? And oh, man. I what are know. some like classic examples for you that you've been like, oh, I really do feel this way. Like the, the rumination that has been happening, like tell us a bit about that. Well, <clears throat> so I guess what spawned this, I, I don't know what I was thinking about five minutes prior. I mean, I have a good guess just because where I'm, where I'm at in life right now, it's kind of this weird transition stage. I keep saying transition, but maybe it's not, maybe this is the next stage. Mm. Um, but you know, like I don't really have a permanent address uh, sort of transition. <laughs> But I, I came back for the past two months. I've been living back in New York where I grew up, but it's because in less than three weeks now, I'm going to Germany and I'm going to spend about three months in Germany. So the reason I just bring that up is because I've had in Boise before I left in October, you know, I had a social life and there were lots of, I was hanging out with all of you guys and doing stuff. And so at times I get caught up in the current events. So I don't really have time to reflect, but now since I've come back, I've been here for two months. This has been a complete detachment from my social life, which I view as a good thing. Cause then it just gives me time to, I, I always take this as a reset or just to think and reflect. Mm. And so I've been doing a ton of reflecting um, and, and just thinking about maybe what am I supposed to do next? What after you know, Germany in the spring, when I come back, well, mm. what's next? Where do I want to live in the United States? I don't know. You know, I, I literally don't know anything past May. Um, mm. And, but one thing that kind of <clears throat> surprised me is that when I, I find that I'm always nostalgic about one step back, or I'm always looking, feels like I'm looking <clears throat> one step back. Um, simultaneously, I'm always looking at the next step, but then back and a different topic, but I'm trying to stay in the present more. Cause mm. I'm always planning my future, but then reminiscing about the past, <laughs> not spending a whole lot of time in the, mm. in the middle. Um, 
but I like much like David lived in the Midwest for a long time. And ever since I left the Midwest and moved to Idaho, I've always been nostalgic about the Midwest and missing it <laughs> and consistent, well, not consistently, but at least, you know, once every two months be like, oh man, you know, I really miss uh, the Midwest, you know, the community there and yada, yada. But then I drove all the way from Idaho back to New York. And I spent two weeks in the Midwest with all of my friend groups there. And it was like five and a half years of kind of being nostalgic about the Midwest to then when I got there for two weeks, number one, I love seeing everyone. I had a really great time, um, but it quickly became apparent to me. I was like, oh yeah, 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 that's right. This is like, it, it kind of reminded me again. I was like, oh yeah, that, that's why I left. I, I remember now. Um, and so that, that sort of concept, and that's a perfect example of it, is what got me on this line of thinking of just being like, why are we, well, not even we, why do I, at the very least, um, reminisce so much on the, mm. on the past when I know objectively that in the moment, I wanted to leave the Midwest. I was so tired of it. I wanted to get out. Mm. So then why do I do that and then miss it, in mm. a sense, only to then come back years later and go, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's yeah. the context behind this. Yeah. So it's kind of like sugarcoating the past <laughs> and, and not recalling that there's some, some rough edges there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I feel like that might be like a personality thing. Um, I definitely relate to that. And maybe like we share this sense and maybe I'm, I'm curious too, if you do the same thing where it's kind of like, just generally speaking, I'm like highly optimistic about myself, my life. I view it in this like very positive light. And I tend to look back at things in a super positive way too, but it, it like carries with it. Yeah, just a lot of optimism that I, I cast on everything. And I think it's easy to <laughs> like let myself uh, be persuaded by that bias, which is great for me usually, <laughs> but it is something that really does <laughs> lend to the situation where I'll become nostalgic for something, want to go back to it, and then be very disappointed by <laughs> yeah, how like oh it gosh. is not capturing what you wanted it to capture in all the ways that you like sugarcoated it. But uh, yeah, Wayman, are you similar in that way? Yeah, uh, no, I, 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 I definitely resonate with that. Uh, I think the best way to put it is uh, like food, right? Like you think of, man, that toaster strudel was so good back in the day. I want to have this toaster strudel now. And then you have the toaster strudel <laughs> mm -hmm. and like, what happened to this garbage? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to stop you right there. Toaster. I was a big toaster strudel aficionado growing up. Still am. They still rocks my socks. Um, so you I'm take not, that back. I'm not, I'm not like dissing on the toaster strudel right I'm not i'm not trying to diss on your toaster strudel but um FDA, just like kind of like said. That's fine. just just kind of like at that mm. concept right mm. like you've had this like even pop tarts pop tarts for example like dude yeah <laughs> like i bought a toaster so i could have pop tarts but have You're i kidding bought me? Pop i'm not i'm not kidding you like the reason why i have a toaster is because i was like i want to have a pop tart and then like i justified the purchase because then i told myself well then i could have toast and then I can toast my bagels and all this stuff. But now do I use this toaster? Mm -mm. No, I, like, I don't, I don't technically need it. I should have bought 
an actual like conventional oven because then I could actually have toaster strudels instead, or even have <laughs> like there's more functionality for a conventional oven, like a like a countertop conventional oven than a toaster. So you're thinking Arby's, you go back to Arby's, you get the roast beef and you're like, what the heck? I really love this as a kid so much, but uh, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of video games, I feel that way about some video games, although I could get myself to become, I can like pull back into a childlike mindset and let myself fall back into the immersion of oh yeah, this was a good game and still can be a good game if I let go of all of these expectations that I've built up over years and years and years, you know, about what a good game should have that, uh, you know, games that we had when we were growing up didn't have. But anyways, so uh, yeah, that's a great analogy though, I feel. Do you feel? Yeah. And I, I think it'll never be the same because everything is different, even though subjectively the same thing. It's you're in a different spot. You're in a different mindset. You have a different toaster. Uh, the OG toaster just toasted it the best. And now you've got a newfangled toaster, even though you're a professional chef. And so everything is a little, little different. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um. No. Um, oh yeah. I was going to say, it's like the first, first time too, right? The first time you do anything, it's the most magical. And then the more exposure mm. you get to it, the less magic hot pot. Great example. I've mm -hmm. been chasing the dragon on hot pot and that <laughs> Szechuan heat yeah. for probably going on two years now. And I have not been able to find it right since Wayman introduced us to that hot pot, made it mm -hmm. so hot. I was on a different planet. I was experiencing mm -hmm. things I've never experienced. And then it's like, it's like drugs. Then each time we made hot pot, I was like, wait a minute, hotter, get it really hot. And then he'd make it hotter and hotter. And, but each time, not good enough. I'm not flying. Like I was the I want to go to time. planet dragon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like the crazy part. Well, also the, the worst part about it is that I can never find the same base. Mm -hmm. it, I've always had to buy a new base in order to like get hot pot. Right. So I'm like, now and but this comes back to like the whole cooking thing right like you're chasing that 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 dragon right for the high, hot Szechuan um hot pot and you're like well how do you then you have to like reminisce about the good parts of about the about the the broth and then you also have to think about the worst parts about that broth too and then it's just like oh man yeah I don't know I think it also helps that like when you have that nostalgia and you know what you like and what you dislike, then you can basically create a whole new experience out of it. Yeah. So here's a question though. Would you guys ever, are you the types of people that would, if you could go back in time for whatever experience and just wipe your memory, wipe the banks clean, clear the hard drive, and then experience it again for the first time? Hmm. Dude, I love this question because it, it's actually something uh, <laughs> it's, this is making me reflect on. I'm uh, listening to the Waking Up series by Sam Harris, and it, it's like meditations on a lot of great questions. And one of them is kind of like, can you get yourself in the mindset of that? Like, can you effectively get yourself to feel as though you're experiencing this for the first time or to think this is the experience I might have for the last time? Anyways. 
sorry, I just really love the question. Uh, so kudos to you. So anyways, oh, you. Uh, let's see. I mean, yes, absolutely. Because there's something beautiful to, oh gosh, like the novelty and the unlocking of this like experience in your brain and just like watching yourself also navigate it for the first time. So you learn things about yourself, doing things about the experience. Maybe like you've heard things about the experience and now you're getting into it for the first, like, <laughs> yeah, you've heard about this hot pot thing, but then you get into it and you're like, whoa, I didn't know I could go to Planet Dragon and now I can. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, yeah, you're like, could I, could I wipe it all clean and go back to, oh, of course. Yeah. I think about that for like, like childlike love, like falling in love with a girl for the first time way back when I'm young and dumb. And just like, <laughs> you know, just overly, you know, obsessive about some girl. <laughs> like, I would totally go back to that just because, yeah, I was an idiot, but it was really crazy. It was really cool. I don't know. There's a lot of other experiences I think about that I would totally go back to. Raymond, what about you? Uh, when I was like, when, when you first asked the question, I, I, the first part of me was saying I'm very scared because like there's definitely some trauma I guess um with living in the past for me at least but at the same time too if if I started blank and I didn't know anything like it's almost like a new life type situation I'm like yeah there's definitely parts where I, I do want to like relive that experience but also like without having to know what i know in the future because then it's almost like it's like a new butterfly effect where it's like you branched off into a new path and then you explore this new area that you haven't experienced in your current life um but for me i'm i'm, I'm very scared I, it scares me but i do want to like try it maybe once just once not twice once well, a good traumatic brain injury could do that. We just got to smack you on the head with a baseball bat or something, and then we can reset, dude. <laughs> just kidding. I'll probably okay. do that. I'll probably do that in the mountain. Just fall off my snowboard. <laughs> no nonsense. You wear a helmet like a good boy. Stay safe out there. We don't want any head injuries here. Um, <laughs> here's here's a thought that I have though too, because this is something that I've noticed as well. Because there are times I'm conflicted because I like the older I get, I like the more knowledge i've gained by as we know life's trial and error uh, sometimes painful but you get smart and i like being smarter at least than when i was maybe 10 years ago however um david like you were saying though to have kind of like that childlike wonder of yeah you're like your first like maybe real relationship you know or something or the first that sweet sweet hot pot first experience ever um you want to go back to that let me ask a question then is it Within life, is this an accurate statement that the more, the smarter you get, the less emotional you get, or the less emotional <laughs> capacity you have, the smarter you get? <laughs> I, I don't know if those things are correlated. I don't know. Well, I, like, what are you thinking of, I guess? Okay. Or like, so, what's an example? Yeah, yeah. So here's my thought. Because when, when you're young, you're experiencing 
like you said, maybe with relationships, a lot of this like mm. newness. And I guess this mm. is how I've kind of viewed a lot of my experiences as I've aged. It's like when you're a kid, your emotions are boom, 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 you know, up, Crazy. down, up, down. Intense. Yeah. yeah. You're getting, you got the Xbox for Christmas. You're so stoked, but then you got like a <laughs> B on your report card. And that was the worst thing that ever happened to you. You know, and it's bam, 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 uh-huh. bam, bam, bam. But then the older you get, then you start to, then you get more experience and things start to slow down and mellow out. But then sometimes I've almost, and it depends on what stage you are in life, but I know the past couple of years, I feel like I found myself almost at this just kind of malay, what's the word, malaise, or just, uh, I don't know, just this kind of middle ground where it's mm-hmm. like, nothing's getting me really super stoked, but you know, nothing's really getting me super depressed. It's just kind of this, cause I have knowledge. Let's say take your, your first ever relationship that you had and you're, you're young and dumb, but mm-hmm. you're so stoked about it. It's like the best thing <laughs> yeah. that happened, but then you break up. Maybe it's the worst thing to happen. You're just, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. now we look 10 years down the road. Maybe you've had a couple of relationships since then, right? Mm-hmm. but now it's much more even where you're like, yeah, this is a good relationship. I like this. And then if you break <laughs> up, maybe you're disappointed about it, but it doesn't, uh-huh. it's not as endorphin boosting or crashing I yeah, guess if you yeah. will that's what I mean by this okay yeah this is good okay to me this is kind of like something we learn and teach ourselves to do I think mm-hmm. which is to <laughs> like you said Jake just bringing the, the peaks and the valleys of our emotional intensity to like a narrower and narrower scope to like gain a little bit of stability over our like emotional state because well <laughs> for one we're taught it socially because it's often leading to like inappropriate or immature behavior right where you're just like <laughs> either like yeah t- i guess that's typically when you know you drop super low in right. emotional intensity like or if you, like a really tense bad like like when i was a kid i was a really poor sport so if I lost in a game, I would cry and throw a fit, right? Mm. <laughs> I've been trained by socially, like family, friends, society. That's a really bad way to behave. <laughs> so like, I don't feel the intensity of all these emotions that I did when I was a kid, when I go and play a game of kickball. <laughs> like, um, You know, if I get out, I'm going to like, I might have instinctually this behavior that normally (laughs) if I let the primitive little monkey inside of me go wild, he would be pissed and start throwing, I don't know, a baseball bat and you know, (laughs) yeah. but uh, you know, you, you train it to not like, I guess let those emotions be as intense and as controlling. And then, yeah. And then I do it myself because I don't want to put myself through <laughs> those peaks and valleys because they have a huge effect on my ability to think and be rational and make good decisions. So, yeah, I guess that's probably another lesson learned of like wisdom, right? You think about all the bad decisions you made <laughs> <laughs> while at a peak low moment of very high intensity emotion. And you're like, ooh, I probably shouldn't make a lot of decisions while I'm feeling that way. (laughs) Also, I should probably feel that way less often. So I'm less likely to make those decisions again, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. Is that kind of like, is that vibe? What do you guys think? I'm tracking. I want to go back to my question then though, is 
does gaining experience and gaining wisdom mean an emotional flattening, if you will? I, I don't I don't think it's flattening, but it, it, it makes you choose when you should be when you can be emotional, I guess is the best way to put it. Like you feel like when it's something is super frustrating, like you feel frustrated instead of just like the smallest little thing, like, oh, I stubbed my toe, you know what I mean? Tight situation. Um, just rip your shirt off and start yeah. throwing it around. The- <laughs> like, uh, for like, oh man, have you seen the YouTube uh, meme that was like the guy that got his like World of Warcraft account like banned or like canceled mm, and like shoved a remote yeah. up his butt? I mean, that's like, oh, wait, no, I don't know. Oh, you watch, oh, you haven't seen that one? Oh my gosh, I'll have to show it to you guys. It was like yeah, a classic okay. meme. No. Yeah. I'm good. I mean, he didn't, yeah. he like, it, it was pretty intense. Like, he was like literally high emotion peak at this point. But like, mm-hmm. when okay. we are adults, like, or at least just growing with experience and age, you just, you see that point where you're like, oh, I got my World of Warcraft uh, subscription banned or canceled. Okay, cool, whatever. It's just a game. I'm going to move on to the next thing, right? um but that that's how i feel when it comes to like it's not that we're flattening it's more just like we are choosing the correct times to actually get emotional Mm. because then at that point it makes Mm. it changes what we are going to do in the future or at least um the present you change in the future because like if you don't show that emotion then nothing will change Mm -hmm. yeah and i think nothing will change unless you make a deliberate choice to do that, which is, so I guess what I would think is like knowledge, wisdom, understanding about the world and everything doesn't guarantee (laughs) anything emotionally. I think you have to train that a little bit. And I think that comes to personality as well. Like some people have a little bit of a, (laughs) a grasping on it at a younger age than other people. Some people it's like really difficult to manage, but yeah, to like have a sense of stability, I think you have to like learn that it's a it's like a skill i think which i think you use knowledge and wisdom to practice um <laughs> yeah but i don't know if you guys actually just meditating on this for a moment the last time i had a really really intense like bad experience say jake you're mentioning you know as you get older maybe you get into relationships the peaks and valleys of your emotional intensity is like much lower. But I think that's good. And I think I've purposely chosen that because <laughs> reflecting on the last time I felt the intensity of like a relationship, for lack of better words, like failing, and then the impact that it had on me emotionally and letting that go to a really, really intense place. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> and like, I look back at that. I'm like, I don't, wants to do that so i'm going to do almost everything i can to not get myself to experience those things as well now an interesting question is do do we view this as like is is the reverse going to happen in which my high intensity high like peaks of like positive emotion also tethered by the amount that I like reduce this negative, <laughs> that that might be a question to explore because I I, whew, I don't know I don't necessarily think so but there are a lot of things that we humans do that can kind of like numb the emotional experience just like overall 
<laughs> so it's like, it doesn't matter what emotional experience it is, whether it's positive or negative, we can just like damper all of it, which, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if that's necessarily the goal, but I definitely do realize I do have a goal of not letting myself reach really, really low points because <laughs> it's crazy, you know? Oh, well, I don't know. It's pretty awful. Yeah. No, dude, for sure. Um, but that's, that's the conundrum that we're in because at least up until now, I don't know if there's a way to maximize the peaks and minimize the valleys. I, mm. I kind of view those as they are, we'll just say emotions are one in the same, where if you are going to have those crazy high, it's just, maybe it's personality or something, but if you're going to have those crazy mm. high peaks, we're like, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> then that automatically in my mind kind of comes with then the really low crushing, uh, mm -hmm. crushing mm -hmm. depths of the valleys. Whereas if a more rounded approach, I guess, or a mellow approach, I don't think you're letting it because you don't want to let yourself experience the low lows. You are also maybe even though you don't intend it going to mm -hmm. prevent yourself from experiencing the high highs. Hmm. But that's, that's just my, yeah, my view, unless we can figure out a way here to give advice to our viewers, kind of going back to the Sam Harris meditation series that you're talking about is, is there a way that you could minimize the peaks or um, sorry, minimize the valleys, maximize the peaks and experience things like it's your first time while still holding on to an emotional knowledge or awareness of, yeah, I can't rip my shirt. If I burn my souffle, I can't just rip my <laughs> shirt off and storm outside naked and run around the neighborhood <laughs> screaming. Wayman looking at you. <laughs> oh, no, I don't do that. Come on now. Yeah, sure you don't. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I, mm. Mm. Well, I, I guess another question would be, do you necessarily want uh, like a ton of really high peaks of positive emotion throughout your day, throughout your life? Do you want that uh, in general? Like maximizing that. So you're answering my question with the question, and I'm going to answer your question with the question. And this is just going to be a sick, just a never-ending <laughs> oh, no. loop of questions. Wait a minute, I hope you're taking notes. Too many questions. Why? Why wouldn't you want a week or month or whatever time frame filled with just crazy high peaks where you're like, I'm the man. I'm killing it. <laughs> yeah. I feel at that point it's like too much nostalgia then right because then like you have this whole month or week of like being on top of these peaks and then let's say the next month goes in and you don't reach those peak height emotions it almost makes it like <laughs> sad in a way so then you just go into valley dips for a little bit I think That's, a good yeah moderation Sorry, go moderation is like a real key thing in life and i think you just want to keep every once in a while getting those ups and downs because it almost comes back as a balance <laughs> he's trying to like keyword stuff <laughs> every time we uh <laughs> maximizing our google search results here <laughs> algorithms dude like all of our all of our episodes are so connected to all these keywords that we've honed it on anyways no, that's good. That's a good point. I guess one thought on that though, Wayman, is you could adjust your expectations though mm -hmm. to say, 
okay, some miraculous way, uh, <laughs> whether through a drug or whatever, <laughs> I'm going to, for one week, be able to experience and maximize these peaks of high positive emotion <clears throat> for one week. But I know for a fact that <laughs> once this drug wears off or this miracle disappears, uh, the next week and the next month, I'm going to tailor my expectations to be back to like this more realistic sense, right? So I guess you that's kind of up to you to control, I think. Just because you experience something like super intense doesn't necessarily mean you would lose control of your expectations the next week, right? As long as you're able to kind of like control that a little bit. Yeah. I, I that, think that requires a little bit of regulation of yeah. self and like emotion. Yeah. And expectation. Because yeah, without the, the regulation part of it, 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 it makes you like feel more dependent on using that miracle or using that um, assist to get to where you need to be. And especially like, um if all you want to do is re escape reality right like kind of like taking back to the the main topic of like uh what do you miss and what do you hate type situation and all you do is just what do you miss like the most part it almost feels mm -hmm. like you you get into a dependent state of just wanting to be in that miss factor of nostalgia like oh it was better back then it was better this <laughs> like yeah I love my toaster strudels, uh -huh. <laughs> stuff like that. Dude, I'm thinking Arby's. So uh, I guess like- <laughs> This episode sponsored by Arby's. <laughs> it's not. No, uh, so not so much as a joke, but also kind of definitely as a joke and you'll see. But anyways, like Jake, why do you, or, or Wayman as well, I guess to like test this question again of like, do you want tons of peak high emotional experiences? Why do you guys not take like a lot of hard drugs like all the time? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, this is all this talks about like peaks. There, there's a scientific term for it that they use, I think in like psychiatry offices, it's called chasing the dragon. <laughs> uh, or, yeah. or depends on what region of the country you're in. It's either chasing the dragon or chasing that next RV sandwich. <laughs> yeah. um, that's... <laughs> Dude, that's a really good question. Um, probably, I mean, I'm guessing that probably just because there's a knowledge of the destructive, um, the, like how destructive drugs are. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so the side effects, right? <laughs> yeah, and the, a, yeah. Severe, the health implications. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Ruben. But uh, I mean, for me, it's just like it. It. It, it all comes back to body body harm in all honesty right because like yeah, you only got one body i mean unless we we have a way of like transferring our conscious into another being or even like <laughs> sure, sentient, sure, sure. you know matrix. cyborgs yeah. right matrix um uh -huh. but <laughs> i for me specifically i i want still control but also i don't want to harm my body to where i couldn't do anything in the future so that's why I never get into a point where I'm like doing those hard drugs or even just like, or just even thinking about doing it. Right. Because I know in the future, um, I won't last as long. Mm. Sorry. So, so just stick some needles in your body and, 
<laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I definitely don't want that. <clears throat> no, I was making a reference to your tattoo decision recently. Oh, but, you know. <laughs> oh sorry. Yeah, I only I'm have one true. body. I'm trying to keep it. And then you just went out and just, you know, mark it with <laughs> symbols. <laughs> yeah. Just I... kidding. We're stoked. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, which actually, okay. Now we're kind of getting into something that I don't know if you want to like pause this thought before it gets too <laughs> far down one way, but the, uh, the idea that, you know, you are attached to a body <laughs> could be put into question. And if you remove that and you, uh, get into this like old philosophical discussion, as as old as antiquity or whatever, ancient Greece, they, they, they have this question of like, okay, if you could just put your brain into a machine and it could experience tons of super duper fantastic pleasure, all the dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, whatever you want at all the right levels, <laughs> you got it, baby. And then that's just what you get forever. <clears throat> like, would you want that? So the big philosophical question gets to what are your intrinsic values? What is intrinsically valuable and what do you care about? Most? Like what matters most in the end? So is it like peak <laughs> mental experiences, say like from a totally just pure neurological perspective where it's just like, if my brain is just lit with a great, <laughs> great, like, uh, like, I don't know, again, like dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, whatever, then is it, is that it? Like, is that it? Is that all we need to do? Is that all we're looking for? Like, do we want to maximize that in life and that's it? Or is it something else? So. I know that's a big, <laughs> like we could talk about that for probably another hour, but what do you guys think? I have a couple of thoughts on this. Um, I think number one, I, this makes, now with that being said, this makes more sense to me that what we were just talking about a couple of minutes ago with like, you know, I asked, well, why wouldn't you want good experiences all the time? Because I think as we are machines aside, um, us were adaptable, mm. right? So you hit, you know, here's your, here's your 10 handfuls of dopamine today. You're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> but the next day, 10, you get another 10 handfuls, but it's not quite enough. Right. So then you get 11. Right. And it's just always, it's, it's never going to be enough. I think mm -hmm. that's one thought. But then second, I think that it's the number one, it's the negative experiences make you appreciate the good ones. Mm. more. So that's mm. a good buffer. It's a good, uh, or not buffer. It's a good contrast between the two, but then also this is a in potentially a different topic, but um, the negative experiences teach you something and the happy experiences. Mm -hmm. Generally, mm -hmm. I don't learn too much from the good times. It's always <laughs> the bad times that I learn. So mm -hmm. if you yeah. want to progress, it's like accepting. If you want to become smarter and wiser, mm -hmm. you, you have to put yourself into negative situations, I guess, mm -hmm. just in a generalized sense to mm -hmm. learn something and to adapt and to overcome it. Right. I mean, which kind of goes, I'll loop this back even further. What you're saying before about how you, you mentioned, you, I forget how you put it. You're like, humans kind of need a good problem to solve. Yep. So like an absence of problems and just pure pleasure. Is that what's best for a human? I don't know. In the end, it's like up to each person to decide, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the same reason when you look at rates of like, maybe even again, I'm going to introduce a lot of generalizations here, hmm. but 
and I, we've probably talked about it before, but look at depression, anxiety, and suicide rates in extremely well-developed countries versus underdeveloped countries mm. where in an, uh, for the sake of argument, you could say that underdeveloped country, um, underdeveloped countries have problems to solve, whether it is drinkable water, food, shelter, these are tangible problems that they need to solve and they are focused day in and day out. Whereas if you're, if you're some, you know, super rich kid, everything is taken care of. And those are typically the countries or the communities or whatever that have high depression and anxiety. Cause there's no, mm. it, for all intents and purposes, there's no problem to solve. Mm-hmm. So you're like, all right, guess I'll try Coke today. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which that kind of, ah, oh, yeah. A big part of this is um, typically like in this debate of the philosophy of like, is it, is hedonism like the true intrinsic value, right? Is like in the end, all we care about is just like peak pleasurable experiences. I think the counterpoint that is often brought is people introduce like, what is this weird concept of like meaning and what is meaning (laughs) that like, is that something people pursue or Jake, what you mentioned before is like, a concept of growth like is that important to someone and if so why like what what is growth why does it matter if i become wiser tomorrow or like you know am continually learning about myself about the world like why does that matter and, and i don't know so it kind of like it, these are like different debates that people have but yeah what do you guys personally think for you for yourselves and how you direct your life like which of these things are most valuable to you that you want to maximize i think for me uh i i would rather maximize on growth because if everything was such a high and you're always on dopamine and serotonins and stuff and like everything is always happy evil drugs like dopamine yeah or you just like everything is quote (laughs) we need to ban dopamine (laughs) dopamine is there a drug? sorry keep going no yeah it's in here baby oh gosh um but just like to kind of like not go into it too 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 far in, I just feel like if you're always on this high, it's boring. Like there's nothing there's nothing changing, and that's why I think like in those like what you were talking about, Jake, with those highly developed countries or even just like communities, right? And they're like, well, daddy's gonna be paying for my car, so I don't really have to worry about anything. So I'll just go ahead and do coke. Um, <laughs> type situation because like it's almost like they're trying to change their situation just a little bit i'm I'm just throwing out like a a scenario like that but i mean that's how i feel for me is like it's boring like why do i want to like i hate having to feel like certain emotions and stuff like that but i know when i feel these emotions and when i experience these emotions i'm growing as an individual yeah, I think a meaningful life is one that is spent solving problems, whatever those problems look like. I think that it's, I, I vote for progression. And no, knowing what I know now, dude, here's the cool thing. And this is why, this is my argument in favor of growing older and becoming wiser versus maybe young and emotional is because you could start to learn what's good for you and what's not. Because give any challenging situation, if I was 15 years old, um, I would straight avoid it. Cause I don't want the challenge. It'll, it won't be pleasurable. It won't be, you know, and it's not, I don't want to challenge myself. I don't want to go through it. Um, but now being 30, 
I can recognize going, oh, okay, I don't want to do this, but I know that this is actually going to be good for me and I'm going to learn something. And so then I can take that wisdom and go, nope, Jake, go do it. You go do it. Number one, you'll be fine. And number two, mm-hmm. you'll learn something. Yeah, man. Knowing, know thyself is the, mm-hmm. <laughs> is the, a theme that I've been thinking about as well. Um, it's to the like importance of learning about yourself and how rewarding that can be in a lot of ways. Um, to me that it, I, I would put that as an intrinsic value for myself as well is to it, it's some, some form of wisdom. I don't exactly know, but I do agree with that <laughs> being uh, like really good to me, something to maximize. And then I've tried to crack meaning. I still don't know it fully myself. Like, what does it really mean? And when I would say like, do I want to maximize meaning? Is that something I want to pursue? I don't exactly know yet. I'm still trying to figure out some of these uh, questions myself. So I don't exactly have an answer to my own question, but (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm with you all on on the same basic ideas. Um, So I know that changes your question, Jake, <laughs> the original one that you're like, so leave Let's our go back. With the, so yeah. if you don't mind, yeah, like you said, go back and let's, uh, let's, let's rehash it. Okay. Clickbait warning, incoming statement. <laughs> the things I hate are the things I miss. Have we, has, has RTS done it again? We've debunked it, dude. We've done it. <laughs> Hey, nice. <laughs> you, you can't do that in the middle of the episode. People are gonna no, I know. <laughs> they're gonna think that they're we'll take no, we yeah. take it back. Nice. He's so good at reverse audio. Anyways, uh <laughs> well, I guess so. Jake, you, you brought it uh this thought, and you were reviewing a, a few different ideas. Like, for instance, one example you gave was going to the Midwest, um, revisiting something that you've been fantasizing about for like five years, basically. And then when you get back to it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have sugarcoated some of these things, a little rough on the edges <clears throat> here. But, you know, okay. And now I have like a better perspective of it. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> in light of that and in light of our discussion, how do you look at that now? Yeah. I think I have an answer, not that it's a question, but I think I have an answer or a counter, a counter statement to that. So the statement is, you know, the things that I hate are the things that I miss. Now I'm going to tack on the word because, and I'm going to say, um, the things that I hate are the things that I miss because the things, um, because those things are a, I think they're an understood and known quantity. Mm-hmm. where you know in hindsight you know the situation you know the outcome you know what you could have changed and in a sense that feels familiar now because in a in a sense you understand the whole mm. situation and typically i think humans like what is familiar because it's easier to like something that you know and is familiar mm. than to go into the unknown and face something where you don't know exactly maybe what the problem is you don't know the outcome you hope it works out you don't know if it will so I can trim that up. The things I hate are the things are missed because those are a known quantity. Hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But I want to hear your guys' take. Yeah. Wait, do you want to go? Hold on, I'm okay. still thinking. I, I, let okay. me think about this one. Uh, I'll, I'll take a swing of this. So I'm going to more address something you just said, Jake, as like my personal takeaway from this conversation, yeah. which is uh, this idea of looking at the past and past situations, past problems, versus looking at current problems, current situations, and what you miss or what you hate about them. The thought is that I, <laughs> I think I'm often drawn to the feeling that I want to be free of all my problems and go back to a problem that I like totally understand because it's like super simplified and I like know all the details of it. Yet, I also need to recognize that I wouldn't be able to feel the way that I do now had I not gone through the process and actually <laughs> worked my way through the problem, solved it, learned about it. And the whole process of doing all of that is so rewarding. And there's a lot of joy to be found in doing that. And do I really want to like take that away from my life? No, I don't think so. I think like the things that I truly value are in the midst of that. And I need to pay attention to that and just enjoy the journey of solving problems because uh, <laughs> uncertainty feels awful as an emotional experience. Like when you're in it, it's, it, it feels terrible, but like breaking it down, coming to understand it, walking away with some juicy nougats of wisdom, <laughs> that is like, Oh God, I'm thinking Arby's again. <laughs> I was just going to say, you swing by your local Arby's, you pick up two or three juicy nuggets of wisdom in the form of a couple Arby's sandwiches. Yeah. And that whole process is amazing. And I need to like, it's the funny part is, is like, you don't necessarily get there every single day. So there's like, yeah, it's going to suck for sure. But that's all part of the journey. You know, it's all part of problem solving. I think I fool myself often into fantasizing about not having problems or going to a time when I had problems that I knew how to solve all of them. But I don't actually think that's what I really, really want in the end. There we go. Okay, Wayman, you go. But then I think I have a state. I think I have a statement, another one that'll wrap up this thing, and maybe we can end on it. I think, Perfect. but it goes in perfectly with what David just said. Yeah, because like that kind of resonated hard with me because it's like I don't. I don't like to, I don't like to show emotion, but I show emotion. And then like, I hate, I hate having to deal with worse situations, but then for whatever reason, I miss it. Like it almost is like, it comes back to a simpler time, like, like, oh man, back in the old days <laughs> type situation. So it's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you guys or I'm with you, David, hundred percent on this, where it's like, I don't want to have to deal with my current situation. So I reminisce about the past, which technically there are certain points where I hated, but taking out the good out of it and like things that I can use to grow myself allows me to kind of push forward through this present me type situation. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's together, maybe I, I thought of this phrase, but maybe we can figure out even a better way to phrase it. If we have a better example, um, I had to write it down so I didn't forget. Nice. But um, so, yeah. So going off what we talked about, right. As uh, we need to face challenges, maybe we, we looked nostalgically at a time 
and we look at it nostalgically because we, you know, we understand how it ends up, what happens, all of that. Um, like David was saying too, maybe trying to get to a point where you don't have to face challenges. You can just, you know, live mm. the good life all the time, whatever. But then the phrase that I thought of, um, in, in the vein again of knowing that, you know, you have to put yourself through hard times to learn or anything like that, or this nostalgia of always looking back because it's a known quantity. I thought of the statement, um, just because you know how the story ends doesn't mean that it was the right story in the first place. <laughs> and so I like us to rework that into maybe even better phrase, but. <laughs> okay. Here's a first take. A story with a nice crisp ending isn't necessarily the best one. Right. Yeah. 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 Or uh, the other things I kept thinking about is like, okay, you've got all these books and just because you've read, you know, the Hobbit and you know how it ends, doesn't mean that you should just keep rereading the Hobbit over and over and over and over. Or should you like try some <laughs> other books? <laughs> Wait a minute, just because you can make a real good souffle, doesn't mean that you should just keep making souffle because it's known and you feel safe in your little safe safe space which is your souffle kitchen (laughs) maybe you got to try that prime rib sometimes huh dude you took something so difficult and then you took an easy concept (laughs) and you flipped it (laughs) because souffles are not easy (laughs) Um, well for you anything's easy no god come off you don't face challenges in the kitchen i face all (laughs) the <laughs> Not in the kitchen, but in the uh yeah, so anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Dude, actually, okay, real quick. Sorry. Jake, <laughs> I don't know if you recall, there was an episode in which we talked about uh a common problem, which is like the exploration versus exploitation dilemma. Do you mm-hmm. recall this? Okay, yeah, never mind. Which I feel like that that ties right into what you you were just describing, which is like very, very similar to this whole thing, but also like another offshoot of the conversation. That's really cool. But yeah. anyways, <laughs> just give it a holler back to some previous episodes. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> as wait we, that's our, as we do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, 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 I we're I'm waiting still for thinking, you on the souffle versus prime rib thing. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. It's like, it's like, uh, Oh no. Don't put me on the spot. Give me like, give me like a minute. Give me okay. A minute. Okay. We'll divert. Um, yeah. Just trying to think of that, that phrase that you had, Jake, uh, the, the story one, I just guess they you know how the story ends. Uh, doesn't mean it's the right one to read, I guess. Mm-hmm. What if yeah, it's like, Oh, oh go sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Sorry, David. Wait, we've been waiting on you. I'm so oh, Well, I, I was like, even though, even though it's written down, does it mean it's the truth? Whoa. <laughs> oh, we are diving deep. Because <laughs> like, it, uh, like, it, it, like to me, it's almost like context, like for, for whatever reason, where it's just like you, re- you wrote down like this past, right? That's like you think is or that is good. But the context around that past or that uh, that missed event 
um, is what brings you to nirvana or something like that. There's definitely something to grasping the context of, you know, a story or of a situation. Um, Dude, this is almost like, I'm like, we each come up with our own sentence to sum this up. And then <laughs> this is almost something we should put out to the public and go, yeah, yeah. What, how would you sum this up? What we've been talking mm. about. I think, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I definitely feel as though <laughs> looking at this conversation and realizing I kind of pulled it in a direction towards what I've been thinking about lately. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> which, what we do here. That's which, good. you know, I didn't mean to, but I was like, whoa, Jake, your thoughts mesh with some of my thoughts. And like, let's see where these go. And then that's how that happens. But <clears throat> so I know, yeah, maybe what I've been thinking about versus what you've been thinking about versus what you've been thinking about doesn't necessarily all <laughs> perfectly mesh. And hopefully our audience gets their own unique blending and meshing of thoughts. Dude, everyone's making a good smoothie out of this. Yum. It's like a nice acai bowl, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, maybe that's something we could end on too, where, you know, if you think up of a good sentence of your own, I think the overarching point, no matter, or at least the, I think the thing that I want anyone listening to take away is just um, that concept of, yeah, if you are someone that looks back and you get nostalgic because something is more or less a known quantity, that you don't use that as a as a crutch. Move forth in the world. Be <laughs> become familiar with the unknown, um, and mm, and don't yeah. rely don't rely on known concepts because you got to build that known concept. <laughs> I don't know. A call to adventure, baby. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got to ride the, you got to catch the, dra- chase the dragon, chase the dragon of adventure <sighs> of hot pot of Arby's <laughs> beef sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Well, fellas, do we got anything, any final thoughts? No, I think yours one? was perfect. Let's mm. let's end on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- anyone who has stuck with us for this long, thank you, but <laughs> appreciate you listening. We'll get we are working on our regular schedule, which will not be as frequent as when we started. Um, but we really mm-hmm. enjoy doing this and we hope you enjoy listening. So thank you from Jake, Wayman, David. Bye everyone. Oh, Nux, dude. I totally yeah, forgot. Yeah, Nux. Yeah. Gotta give Nux. Who's, who's yeah. got the best? I think David may have it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. We'll see. Oh, well, we shall do it too. At the same time. Okay. We'll Ready? One. Three, two, one. <laughs> I, guess, I think that's kind of good what do you got a real good one there that was good i think yeah. it's wayman <laughs> well, i'm not sure <laughs> thanks everybody and thanks jake for uh bringing this great discussion today and thanks, we will jake. catch you all next time hopefully next month yeehaw see you bye Peace.